Welcome to the Tell Us Something Podcast. I'm Mark Moss. Tell Us Something is true stories on a theme shared without notes in front of a live audience. Everyone has a story. What's yours? This year, I'll be featuring other podcasts I'm listening to and think you should check out. This Place Scares Us is a bi-weekly podcast discussing all of the things that scare you, me, and everyone. Join Laramie and Katya as they explore movies, monsters, strange happenings, and all the horrible things that lurk under your bed. Tune in every other Sunday evening and be prepared to shake with fright and laughter. My Sunday listening schedule is plum full, and I generally listen to This Place Scares Us as I get ready for my day on Monday mornings after release day. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and check them out at thisplacescaresus.com. The next Tell Us Something is March 20th, and the theme is Right Place, Right Time. We are taking story pitches right now to pitch your story. Call 406-203-4683. You'll have three minutes to give us your information and record your pitch. All right, let's get to this week's story. This episode of the Tell Us Something podcast was recorded live in front of a sold-out crowd on December 12, 2017 at the Wilma in Missoula, Montana. Eight storytellers shared their story on the theme, Getting Away With It. This week's story comes to us from Christy Hager and is titled Court Ordered Christmas. Christy shares her story of subversion via court order. Thanks for listening. I got busted twice in six months for the same offense just last year. You know, this this just doesn't sit well with me. I'm such a compliant person. And, you know, I just... um, I try to put my subversive side into art, where it might do some good. But I I got into trouble, and the first time it was was, was just ignorance. I thought I just had to keep the leash on my dog, May, for the first 100 yards (laughs) of Waterworks Hill. But the animal control officer said, no, read the sign. It says 200 yards. Okay. But that cost me 75 bucks. Right. That's two tanks of gas. You know, I can't let this happen again. And so I'm really, really vigilant. And we walk every day, and I I just am totally compliant until that Friday. It was about a year ago in December, and it was dark out. I mean, it was almost dark, late afternoon, and it was snowing, and uh, we got about 30 yards up from the parking lot, and uh, I had to stop and adjust my trekking poles and my gloves and hat, and, and so I let my end of the leash on the ground. And then my dog, May, starts walking in that tight little nervous circle that she does that indicates she's about to poop. And so I I really don't want her to poop on the leash. So I just, just, you know, abandon reason and I take the leash off. And um, when I look up, 
that same animal control guy. He's charging through the snow right to us. So, um, you know, I wanted to just point at May and say, it's her fault. But, you know, I knew that was wrong and useless. So uh, I, I just felt so angry and, and stupid and broke. <laughs> you know, that happy holiday feeling. And... Um, So, uh, you know, and that just hangs on through the whole weekend until I, you know, until Monday when I can get to court and find out just how broke. And it's a hundred bucks second offense. You know, this is a public service announcement for you guys, really. So, uh, so there goes Christmas. And then I, uh, the clerk says, well, you have three options. You can pay it all now or you can um, uh, set up installment payments, or you can do $20 court costs and eight hours of community service. So, of course, I choose community service because I don't want the city to get another nickel of my <laughs> Christmas money. And so I looked through the list of nonprofits, and of course, none of them need an artist. But I, I choose the Senior Center Thrift Store, and <clears throat> I set up, uh, right away, I set up two four-hour shifts, because I just want to get this behind me and start the new year clean, you know? So, um, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, but it's not that thrift store, thrift stores have been good to me, you know? <laughs> and um, so, uh, it's like in lean times, it's a necessity, and then at other times, it's like a recreational habit for me. It's, it's like fishing, because it's relaxing, and it's so full of promise. You know, but I, I just know this, given the circumstances, this isn't going to be the same, because, um, you know, it's court-ordered. And, but, uh, you know, I just have to, I just have to go with it. And so my, my first day at the thrift store, the head volunteer, Margaret, she puts me to work sorting sweaters, which I do really expertly according to color. And right away I find this beautiful red hand-knit 100% wool cable stitch sweater that's perfect for Christmas. And so I go up to Margaret and say, can I start a little savings pile of things I'd like to purchase? And she says, oh sure, um, there's a cubby behind the counter and volunteers get half price. <laughs> well, I, I decide this is not the time to try to get away with anything. So <clears throat> I say, well, you know, I'm not really a volunteer. I'm court ordered here. <laughs> and yeah, she says, well, that doesn't matter. You still get half price. And uh, so I kind of work and uh, shop my way through the morning. And then I take a break 
at noon and go upstairs for lunch, which is a great deal. It's a, like three course hot meal and dessert for $4. And, uh, and the cashier won't take my money. She says, well, volunteers eat for free. Of course, I say, well, you know, I'm not exactly a volunteer. I'm, I'm court-ordered here. And she says, that doesn't matter. You still eat for free. So, you know, it's, it's, it's starting to feel like family here. I mean, you know, the good, the good part of family. So, um, so then... I notice, I notice these two women, they're decorating this fake fireplace tableau that's right next to the dining area with real stockings and garlands. And, uh, but of course, I notice what's missing because I'm an artist <laughs> and that's my job. So I, I, I say, you know, there's no fire in the, in the fireplace. It's just a black rectangle, and I go up to them, and I start out with compliments, but then I say, you know, <clears throat> this would look cozier if you had flames in there. And they say, well, we thought of that too, but we just don't know how to do it. <laughs> so I say, leave it to me. And I go back to work just thinking about the, the flames I'm going to paint that night and, um, and then deliver the next morning like some kind of art elf, you know. And then it, it sort of goes unspoken that I am not supposed to handle money. And... Um, but Margaret and the other volunteers are just too polite to ask me what I did, what I did, you know, to get here. So, uh, I kind of like keeping them in the dark, actually. <laughs> but by, by the second day, I figure I don't want their imaginations to go crazy, so I let it slip to my coworker that day that, you know, I broke the leash law, I got a stiff fine that I can't afford, what with Christmas coming, and, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't respond, she doesn't say anything. But the next thing I know, she's pointing out things that I might have missed, that I might like. And she says, well, did you see that leather coat, that bomber's jacket over in the men's? I think it's your size. And it is my size. And it's my goddaughter's size, and I hope she likes it. And then, uh, and then there's that like hot pink sort of Mr. Rogers type cardigan, and I know that's going to work for somebody on my list. And, and just when I think my shopping spree is done, I look in this sort of pile of sad camera bags and duffels and backpacks, and I see this Blackburn pannier which is French for saddlebag, for my bike. And these things are pricey, but it's five bucks before my discount. <laughs> and um, I'm just a total fox in the hen house. And, uh, you know, my uh, so-called compliant self 
is really loving it. And I'm like, I'm paying my debt to society and making out like a bandit. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So then my time is up and I pull all of my stuff out under the counter and, Ma and Margaret starts making a tally sheet while I bag things and we get down to the last items which are two quite fragile Christmas ornaments and they're already half price. They're two, two for a quarter. And uh, I, I'm good with that, you know? But my eyes pop when she puts down 12 and a half cents. So I say, oh, make it 13. <laughs> I'm so generous here. So, uh, you know, um, I say my goodbyes and I haul everything up the stairs. My car is just overflowing with presents plus the leftovers for my second free lunch, which I share with May, who totally deserves it. And uh, Christmas is saved. So, you know, I just, I just went back there last yesterday to check on the flames and the flames abide. They are saved for this year's Christmas display. And uh, I think about volunteering, but I just, you know, know it, it won't be the same because that, that sweet spot of compliance and subversion and Christmas, <laughs> it's just so juicy. I wasn't just a fox in the hen house. I was a court-ordered fox <laughs> in a generous hen house. Thank you. Thanks, Christy. Christy Hager is a painter, writer, and photographer and has been working in Montana since 1984. She wrote the text for Evelyn Cameron, Montana's Frontier Photographer, a 2007 Montana Book Award honor winner. The Berkeley Pit, Hager's long-standing muse, was the center of her art action, Cool Water Hula, in July 2000 and 2010. She has more than 500 photographs archived in the Library of Congress. She received the Montana Arts Council Artists Innovation Award in 2010. She is represented by Paige Bond Gallery in Richmond, Virginia, and Goodwin Fine Art in Denver, Colorado. For more about Christy Hager and to see photos of the flames that she painted at the secondhand store, visit tellussomething.org. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Gecko Designs. The creative crew at Gecko Designs makes awesome logos that are off the hook. They build beautiful mobile-friendly websites for both large and small clients in Missoula and around the country. Gecko has been doing it for two and one-tenth decades. That's 21 human years and 336 Gecko years. They're also responsible for the shiny new Telesomething website. When you're ready to get serious about your website, put a Liz in your biz. Visit the Gecko Designs team on North Higgins or online at geckodesigns.com. Logjam Presents. Logjam Presents is committed to creating a superior live entertainment experience through world-class production, state-of-the-art venues, and superior guest services. Headquartered in Missoula, Montana, Logjam Presents is an independently and privately owned live entertainment company. Logjampresents.com CabinetParts.com, the number one source for cabinet hardware since 1997. 
Anyone searching for the best kitchen cabinet hardware at a great price needs to go to CabinetParts.com. CabinetParts.com, in business since 1997, combines knowledgeable hardware specialists with the best online shopping experience nationwide. With fast and easy ordering, free hinge matching service, and same-day shipping, CabinetParts.com is the direct source for all of your cabinet hardware needs. The Good Food Store. Supporting Western Montana farmers and ranchers for almost 50 years, The Good Food Store supports the local folks creating their own beer, salsa, baked goods, ice cream, and more. The Good Food Store is a passionate supporter of Missoula nonprofits, supporting multiple organizations, events, and fundraisers every year. Learn more at goodfoodstore.com. Missoula Broadcasting Company. Locally owned and operating four stations, including The Trail 103.3, Jack FM 105.9, U 104.5 FM and ESPN 102.9. Learn more at MissoulaBroadcasting.com. Enlightened Lab Float Center. Enlightened Lab is a spa featuring sensory deprivation or floating as a wellness therapy. They've also recently expanded to feature a sauna featuring a sun lamp to get you through those dark Montana winters. Unplug, reset, and recharge in their state-of-the-art float tanks. Learn more at EnlightenedLab.com. That's E-N-L-Y-T-E-N-L-A-B.com. The Bookstore at the University of Montana, a local bookstore serving the students, faculty, and staff of the University of Montana, as well as the Missoula community. MontanaBookstore.com. Fact and Fiction, where books, authors, ideas, and readers interact. FactandFictionBooks.com. Missoula Federal Credit Union. Find them at MissoulaFCU.org. Thanks to Cash for Junkers, who provided the music for the podcast. Find them at cashfordrunkersmusic.com. If you're interested in sponsoring Tell Us Something, email me at mark at telesomething.org. That's M-A-R-C at telesomething.org. Podcast production by Mark Moss. Thank you to everyone who attends the events. Those of you who download the podcasts, and most especially to the storytellers, Lisa Venuti, Brian, Dixie Rayleigh, Christy Hager, Rochelle DeVoe, Victoria Gannon, and Josh Schlotnick. Remember, your story matters. If you enjoyed this story, please share it with your friends on your favorite social media sites. Thanks. Check out the website to listen to the story archive and find out how you can tell your own story. Tellussomething.org. The next Tell Us Something event is March 20th, 2018, and the theme is Right Place, Right Time. Pitch your story at 406-203-4683. Thanks for listening.